Hi everybody, it's Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners. And in today's episode, I want to talk about Profit Gap coming up next. Okay, what is Profit Gap, you may ask? Well, basically, um, from what I understand, I mean, I got this term from Mark Dennis, who is a uh, author of Trading in the Zone, which I listen to a lot. Mark, profit gap basically is you have a system or method, a pathology to uh, try to extract money from the market. But you, when you review your trade um, after you know, the, uh, and, um, the, your trade has been closed and you reviewed it, and you see that you whatever you end up with at the end of the day, when you compare to what you have actually done before you start trading through uh, paper trading or through simulation, you actually see there's a gap, gap is in the money that you potentially should be able to get and the number of wins that your backtesting is telling you should be able to achieve. But when you're actually doing it on the paper, you found yourself not able to achieve the potential profit target or profits. And that your system actually telling you is uh, capable of, and it's one of the most frustrating things that you, you, um, you as as a trader you come across because you believe in your system, your your method, because you back tested, uh, assuming in this case you have a uh, um, uh, a system, and you you go through software or hand uh, manually going through hand uh, calculation and stuff to verify your method, and you say okay I can do. If I do this, uh, follow this A, B, and C way, and I should get all this profit, and all you think of is money at the day, at the end of the day, and then you go and try to trade it with your account, and it's fine. Wow, it's totally very different kettle of fish, which I have said in previous episode. You know, what you actually simulate in a nice, safe environment, and no emotion, basically just doing homework kind of thing, doing calculations, and then basically track your for three last three years trade or five years of data and just make sure the system sort of works and so forth. Paper trading, and compare that to actual trading, and you find what is going on? Why why is it such a difference? The main thing that you know, that the people uh, fail, including myself, at the start of my trading journeys, I don't put you know um, the emotion. I didn't put the emotion into calculation and um, also obviously there's the market you know, movements and, and and also your your own self-doubt about the system as well so today I'm just going to go through some of the things that ail me a lot and I hope uh, you identify that yourself as well and then also offer some remedy to actually try to help you I mean first come first I mean when you first start off trading a lot of people just don't have a signal don't have a system, don't have a strategy. And even if they have, they don't even know if that strategy can give them positive results over thousands of trades, for example. You know, at least 100 trades and so forth, you know, to to actually do it. Uh, testing it in the background, either by hand or by using simulation, uh, software simulation through uh, using signal for the last five or three to five years, that kind of thing. And and this is the first thing, you know. You you need to actually make sure that you have a system first, and the system is at the end of the day is showing your positive result. Okay, otherwise just like random, random um, bet, or just like flipping a coin. The second thing is um, for for me anyway. At the start of my journey, I because uh, even though I tested my uh, signals and system by hand, 
using f- about five years data uh, visually and then write down how many wins I could have and how many losses I could have. And then on paper, I mean, for like, sitting down for like three, four hours and done that for like a th- two, three weeks kind of thing and just get my mindset into, you know, um, understanding and believing that my uh, system has a positive edge at the end of the day after so many trades after this five years data I get you know if I start 1,000 pounds I should have you know 1,000 pounds plus something at the end of the day and I gauge from that say it's worth it to continue or not assuming this worth it which I, I am otherwise when I start and basically what I've seen is um, I don't follow the system I still feel even though I have done all the work manually I don't trust it because at the end of the day this is more come down to your personality and how, how, how you are your personal you know, feel about money that kind of thing because what happened is you uh, just like if you lose your car key and um, sometimes you think okay it's left on the sitting room somewhere on the table or on the couch and you couldn't find it and then later on after you cool down a bit come back at the end of the day and then you go around a similar area and find oh it's on the couch but just on the floor uh, under, under, underneath your couch when you move them around those, those kind of things okay and you always found it at the end of the day okay and winning let's so say somebody dropped 100 pounds on the floor or 10 pounds on note on the floor and you come across it you wait 10 minutes and come back most likely it won't be there you know somebody walk out to you and say hey that's a 10 or 100 quid on the floor and just pick it up and just walk okay but on trading it's totally different okay when you're losing things it might not come, it definitely not come back well it might not come back in most cases because sometimes the market to bounce back and you think okay i i can get out uh, even but that's a very bad habit and also when it's winning you think okay i got 100 pounds winning now uh profits i haven't closed my trade yet and you're feeling very nervous especially when your money go uh, profitable and go 100 200 300 400 and your mind just thinking oh, what should i do your heart rate starts you know pumping along and think okay i should close now and you might let's say after i know 800 quid providing uh, i'm assuming you, that the trade still going positive uh, in your favor and once you reach 800 quid you feel oh i cannot take this anymore i only risk like 200 pounds and i like got four times what i what, what i intend to risk uh, that's good enough and then you close the deal okay and that's sometimes it works okay probably in most cases it works but uh trend following system one thing we need to be aware of there is outliners outliners is fat tails we call them this is if you look at it it's more like black swan event something that's out of order something happened black swan is more on the negative side but on the positive side if a winner that's continuing to run and run and run and if you cut short of it, you basically, as in this example, you, you got 800 quid out of it. The, your trade may be continue to go up, up, up and up. And when uh, everything settle, does settle, and you reveal your trade, you know, that, that trade can potentially make you 2,000 pounds. And you're basically kicking up yourself, kicking yourself, and you say, oh, what the hell? Why do I stop so quickly? You know, I should have, you know, wait. But that's be- after the fact, wow, the trade is going on. If you don't have the mental uh, um, stability and 
um, maturity and and basically handle your 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 trade emotionally properly, you will not achieve that you know uh, the potential profit that your system can give you. I think this is one of the main method, main problems that I face, and I think a lot of traders out there are facing. You know, even though you have a system that you trust and going through, first of all, you just trust issue. Secondly, when you're trusting it, you just don't follow it through because you are so worried. You know, worry that you know the the winning uh, that's on the table will just gone. You know, one minute you got hundred quid, next minute it's two hundred, or gone to zero, and you you just worry. But that's exactly what's happening when the system is me- uh, mechanical. You have to let it run. So in in the case that there's outlining happening, all this fat tail, all these ten baggers, you know, uh, that that things that make you loads of money, all those trades could happen because you never know which trade itself can turn into multiples of what your risk are and um, and also further than what you expect to 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 give you in, in profits and if you cut short of all those arenas and let them you know cut cut short let's say five times what you expect uh, to uh, your your risk is and it turns out you know that that's a 20 bag or 100 bag or whatever it is and then you, you just you're kicking yourself okay and this is one of the main thing why uh, you don't put um, achieve your your potential profit potential of your system that can give you, and and the the other thing is I think it's part part of that you know winning and losing from your systems. People when they testing it, me included, I didn't pay attention of the patterns of the winnings and the losings, uh, losses. Okay, uh, trades. That is uh, just like flipping a coin. You're positive. Uh, a head or tails, a string of heads, a head or tails, string of tails. So when your system actually running, you through back testing, you need to take into account of how many winnings, not uh, so together, how how many how many win winning trades there are, how many losing trades there are. But actually drill down and say, okay, out of all this losing trade, how often you have a string of losing trades, and how big is those string of losing trades? I mean, from my own independent. You know, test I got like you know twelve, fifteen sometimes, you know, kind of thing, and that's using old past data. In future, there might be twenty. We never know, but they do have a string of loss, losers, losses, as well as winnings. You know, they may have a strings of it, but the highest I've got is like six. You know, six trades in a row, that is positive. You know, and then it basically scatter around positive, negative everywhere, that kind of stuff. So, so people tend to just think of how much money they can make you know think of oh i can six times uh, uh trading a uh, win winning trade is great uh, it's fantastic or 10 times but they forgot to uh ask themselves can they handle a string of 10 losses in a row and if that happened how can how should how much should they risk okay and each time when let's say even if they've Assuming in this case you follow your system, can you, uh, you know, I mean, you follow your amount of risk you uh, you put on each trade, but can you actually mentally handle losing 10 trades, 15, 20 trades in a row? A lot of people say, yeah, I can do that on paper when nothing much happening, no actual money is in, on the line, but when you actually an active account, a life account, trading account, and it's your money on the line, you feel very differently, your emotion kicks in, and also your attitude about you know, money, you know, how you brought up about money, also kicks in as well. And slowly you find yourself sabotaging yourself, okay, by not um, by worry about the money, 
and by not following the systems, and then the, basically the, the more you scare that happens, something happens, let's say you lose profit, you lose profit because you close out your trade too early and a winning trade, and the winning trade actually run to the, go to the moon, so to speak, and make you lose more money and you're kicking yourself. You're losing by not following the system. You're losing by scared, by worry of losing money, and you basically end up losing money. This is what some people say. You you get what uh, what you bring to 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 the uh, from the market. What you you get what what you fear, what you think of from the market. You fear about something, the market reflect that to you and give you that. So you fear of losing money, and you cut short of your winning trades. You actually lose money by cut short of your potential wins, and hence the profit gap of the pro potential profit that your system can give you, and you, you don't achieve that. You know that that is uh, one thing that definitely ailed me a lot, held up a lot, and. Uh, and the the other thing is, some sometimes you go into the market, you, whatever reason, you have a pre. Biased, predefined, set view, and say, okay, the pounds go up or pounds go down, and that's how it is. My view, whatever political thinking you have, or social thinking you have, or money thinking you have, or economy thinking about UK pound, uh, UK uh, economy, and therefore your 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 mindset is on the pound that way should move certain way against euro, against US dollar, against Japanese yen, and that is also bad as well because your system. It's much if you're using a trend following system, it's mathematical base, uh, and you basically just follow whatever your the, um, trading signal comes up from your system, and if the go against what you think in the core, you might not take it. You might say, okay, um, everything. But as far as I know, the you know, let's say for example, UK is yeah. Um, 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 in a recession, and a lot of companies folding, and a lot of uh, unemployment rate, and then your system say, "Oh, this company, um, even though it's doing a mass layoff, but the share price is say moving up." And actually, uh, you you doubt yourself. Should I should I go and buy some of that? Your system say so, but your mental attitude, your understanding of the general market. It basically make you not believing that your your system is giving you a a, a, a possible good signal to to lash on, and you doubt it and you fo don't follow it at all. Okay, so um, that that's one of the one of the things that can uh, uh, potentially you know cause this uh, um, profit gap. The other thing is you bring your emotion to the trade. You you basically, for example, I mean, I say it quite a lot before. People link. Winnings with being right, okay. You lose money, that means you're wrong, and people don't like to be wrong, okay. But you got to step back and look at trading. Why the hell you go into trading? You go there to be to make money, right? To make profit, okay. You didn't go in the market to be right. You want to be right or something? Go to school. Go somewhere else. Market is there. It's a random event. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but there's no right or wrong. You have to make money or lose money. There's no such a word right or wrong in the market. It's just human being linking them, especially high achiever in school. They link, you know, been doing that for 20, 30 years in in you know, 20 odd years in the school education systems. That if you get good grades, I mean, you're right. You get the right answer, therefore you get good grades. But in a random event, random market, like the stock market, you do whatever all the necessary steps. You're not necessarily get it right, and you basically. Feel that okay, 
you know, all this you know, feedback from the market. You, you link your your winning and losing trades as you know being right or wrong is is bad because even though you have a systematic trade like I do, a system uh, I, like I do, you follow every system event uh, signals to the T. The market might just turn around and say, "Nope, you're wrong." Boom, cause it be, cause your trade to be wrong. I mean, and give you a loss. And if you actually think, okay, because I'm keeping a string of losers now, my system must have somehow failed because the market changed and event change, whatever you know, financial change. But one thing people forget: what we're trading is not the financial or the company, whatever we're trading people's emotion. Okay, people certainly have the emotion, bias of the thinking, and that's how they trade. Okay, and we basically trade against the people's bias, people's uh, misunderstanding of the of the systems or misalignment between each other, that kind of things, or oddities, and we trade against that. So, winning to be right or wrong, uh, linking winning to be right or wrong is is not relevant there. So, cut that off. This is one of the things that also <laughs> helped me a lot as well. And uh, I think some of you can uh, relate to that. And uh, I, I said it before: the strings of losses, people just do not understand the strings of losses. So I would suggest you go and go and just flip a coin. You know, heads and tails. Head is winning, tails is losing, and do that a hundred times. Do that one a day, one at a time. Just flip a coin. Do that for a week. I would suggest you do it a month. Okay, just write everything down. So each time you get, let's say you do it for a week, you have seven. Uh, tosses of 100 uh, times of your of your coin, and you look at how many heads and tails actually happening. Look at the the string of heads that's winning and the string of tails losing that can happen, and get yourself to be to to um happy, able to handle the string of losses. Don't just look at the winnings. It's the string of losses that you know ail you. If you don't look after the losses, the losses will gonna kill your account. Okay, so you basically have to work out in your mind: Can you handle a string of perhaps you know ten losses, you know ten tails in in this case, and how, how often does that happen? And you basically get your mindset doing that, doing it all the time, you're know, doing flipping a coin all the time. Then you slowly understand by repetition that losses can come in any way, shape, and form, and and any any size, you know, any string. Of losses, you know, the patterns could be very different each time you toss a coin, and you know that that's just life because you you're talking about random event and you're talking about here a coin. I'm talking about a fair coin that you have fifty percent chance of having a tail as well as having a head. Okay, but then if you bring it to more mathematical minded, they say okay, we have a not very fair coin, and um, you have sixty uh, percent of uh, heads, which is winning, forty percent of tails. Even then, you if you do a thousand thousand on time, you should win. But if you don't understand how to handle the losses and understand the lo- losing trade can happen, how many tails can happen in a row, you 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 might want to bet the farm. You say okay, because I got a higher uh, possibility of making money, sixty percent or seventy percent of the time. You bet the farm on it. You know, the thirty percent or forty percent of the time, let's say thirty percent of the time is losing, seventy percent of the time you're winning, the thirty percent of the time of losing, you don't know how they spread across your thousands or hundreds of trades. And you bet the farm or bet bit uh, bet large amount of money every time. Very quickly you find yourself your account be gone. You know, be closed down, basically because all your losses just kill you. Just you know. For example, if you if you risk ten percent of each trade, a string of ten losses 
wipe out when wipe out your account full stop. Okay, that's why I recommend doing one or two percent uh, per each trade uh, for a risk each uh, for every trade because then you have to have let's say for two percent per trade to actually wipe out your account. You need to have fifty losing strict losing trades. I haven't seen that yet. Okay, not at all. But you know this is something you need to get your hand around it. Okay, and and uh, also the the other thing is um, sometimes people think. Um, trading is being a lottery. I use very small amount of money, get a very big amount of money, and so if I risk more, and I basically can get potentially more money. Okay, all they think of is the dollar sign at the end of the rainbow, money, 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 money. They forget about the 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 losses. So sometimes they put too much on, like what I said before, too much risk on, ten percent or twenty percent per trade, and um, as the trade. Go ups and down, do his things, you know. When it go against your win, uh, going in your favor, your your emotion is going all over the place. What we call the heat of portfolio. When it's losing money, you feel the heat. You just worry. You try to, you know, you you basically blame the market. You blame people around you. Your emotion. You become more angrier. You know, less approachable. But on the other hand, you're winning. You suddenly feel oh, I'm so good. I'm so fantastic. I'm I'm God. And I can make my own rules. I trade so much, and you get a string of winnings, and you suddenly become God. You can make your own rules in trading, and then, boom, one losses come or a string of losses come. Boom, you're back to where you were, and then lose more than you, what you can afford. These kind of things happen, but all because your risk you don't uh, um, manage your risk properly. People always think they can. Let's say. Five percent per trade, they can manage that, no problem. If you say ten percent, it's bad. Let's say five percent, but that's if you have a string of twenty losses, you can still get wiped on your market on your on your, on your account. And those people who say you can handle five percent, when actually doing trading, you see them slowly, very quickly crumble, and you think uh, they can only handle maybe one or two percent. Uh, losses and you know if they lose let's say they count hundred pounds or let's say hundred thousand pounds for example and they lost you know twenty grand what did that person feel you are in that situation you have hundred grand in a trading account you lost twenty grand that hurts all right doesn't matter where you where you are where you come from that hurts and let's say that one down to fifty percent it takes a lot of work to actually make that back to hundred grand. Okay, and people always just thinking about the potential money. Ah, oh, hundred grand, I can make two hundred. I can make a million. I can make two million or whatever. They forgot, you can potentially equally lose from hundred to fifty or from hundred to two twenty grand. Okay, and people don't appreciate that that kind of thing. So, so for me, I I always advise you, you know, risk appropriately. You know, think of your bottom line first. Protect your backside first before you actually you know think of. All the potential winnings, all the whistles, all the shiny objects, syndromes, those kind of things. You know, just say, oh, there's so much lovely things out there. I want that. So those are the the, the couple of things that I think definitely cause contribute to um, this. What do I call it? Um, your profit, the potential profit gap. You know, what you actually achieve and what your system said you should be able to potentially achieve. You know, that big gap. And it, it takes a bit of time to actually understand this. And you. Um, most people suffer from this, as far as I believe and understand. And there's way to get around it. But first, we need to realize there's symptoms here. There's a problem here. If you don't achieve what your system potentially can achieve, 
there is something that you need to work on. It might not necessarily the system. It's very likely to be yourself, your mindset, how you think, how you your view about uh, yourself, about money, about having money, you know, uh, having success. People link success with money, but a lot of people in the background think they are not worthy, you know, to have money. Remember, people say money is root of all evil. I mean, you believe or not, I don't know, but people say it all enough. Many times throughout your lifetime, when you're growing up, some some of them stick in your head, and you don't know how how you are, how how you react to it, and subconsciously you might sabotage yourself because you feel internally I'm not worth it. Having so much money is bad, you know, that sort of thing. So I love it to me anyway. So my same thing. Okay, so basically that is what I think uh, the causes. Some of the causes, not all of them, those are some of the causes that you know, me most of the time. And the remedy I have is is here. If you want to write them down, it's fine. But I think it's quite useful. This this stuff. First of all, you must have positive. Uh, I'm assuming you have a system, a strategy that give you positive edge. Okay, that's that's an assumption. And then the next thing is you write things down. I don't know about you. I write things down. I miss. A lot of times, not writing everything down, but I do go back and write things things down. And if I find time, I write as much as I could, okay, so that I can review. What's being reviewed and tracked, you get measured, and you can analyze it. You can then see what stupid things you're doing. You know, one of the things you're not doing, perhaps you know, not writing things down. That's one of the potential, you know, stopping you from potential to to achieve what where where you are. And then from once you're writing things down, including how you think at a time, your emotions, thinking at a time, you then identify some gaps and bad behaviors that you can minimize. If you catch up. I mean, from for me anyway, one of the eye openers. Once I cut off all the big losses, all the big shark bites, so to speak, my account more or less profitable most of the time. You know, it's not sexy. You know, it's not great, but it's making money slowly, slowly, like slowboy effect, slowly making money. And with those big shark bites, my account most of the time in in early days is <laughs> yeah. Emotion, basically, big injury to to the account. It's just always losing lots of money, and all that I can identify by just writing things down, analyze my trade. So that definitely helps. Okay. The other thing is follow system to the T. This is about the testing now. Go back and do testing, manually testing it, testing it, testing it. Okay. But when you actually go live and using it, you need to remember your system. You actually spend time. You test to it works. But one thing that stop you following it might be you just don't want to follow it because you 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 worry you don't trust your system. So f- go back if you have used your system only use three years tra- data back uh, old data to test. Do it five years. Do it over ten years. Give yourself more time to analyze. You know, all of a sudden go back if you if you worry and not trusting your system until you verify account your comfortable account. You're comfortable with your method, okay, and then use it. When you actually using it, when you first starting using the system, either your own system or bought from somebody that say it works. First of all, first six months, maybe a year, trade as little as you can, okay. Just buy one share, for example, or minimum, let's say, spread betting ten p per pound or something, very very low, and make yourself, you know, first of all, first year is more, like, first six months is more like find, find yourself. Uh, Face, you know, find yourself. Can you handle all these small losses? Can your system actually、uh, making money when compared to、uh, actual you know, pl- 
um, trading or paper trading or simulation through your software. You know that that tells a lot and also make yourself writing things down. So just like learning any other skill, when you first started, don't think of making money. Think of having the right process. I think the right attitude, the the right uh, steps. Okay, doing things. Okay. That is more important than anything else. Okay, so over time you are small. Also, the other things uh, uh, trade small. The other good thing is it keep your emotion out of out of it. It's like you risk. I mean, uh, one penny per pawn. What the heck? You know, the market goes down five thousand pawns. All you risk fifty quid. That's nothing. That's all right. And you can follow your trade better. Okay, let's say you know one one pound, a thousand a thousand pawn up and down on on. Um, down Jones, okay, it's a bit, but you can handle it, okay. Even 50p, 500 quid, not too bad, but you can handle it, okay. Those, those are the type of things. Slowly build up your uh, trading um, skill, uh, your, your trading mindset. I can handle losses. Then, and a bit more later on, and a bit more, a bit more. One of the things Mark on the skill on saying in his book and also his uh, uh, YouTube few um, videos on YouTube is one thing is very good that I always advise is this. Start small, let's say 10 share, you can handle all the winning and losing, then up to 20 shares, okay? Then up to 30 shares or 50 shares, whatever. Just do it slowly, okay? Give yourself time. And every time when you think you cannot follow your system, whatever it is, because you got too much money on, on online, cut back, cut back to where you were before when you were, you know, more or less, don't give a dog, don't give a shit about your, your trading result when you only have one share or 10 share. Going back, to that carefree state is very important, and you, it's like it's like swimming. Um, training is like swimming. You you and uh, running and so forth. Any skills you get better over time. Don't think at the start you need to be you know god of trading, <laughs> and you can achieve that in six months. You know, look 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 at everybody, all the successful traders out there that you can think of or read or you know about. Took them years to become where they were. All you're looking at them now is 30, 20, 30 years of work with ups and downs, and they're worth billions. But instead of you work that 20 years, you want that to happen yesterday. You want that 20 billion or 20, 20 whatever in, 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 the, in the portfolio and in, in the bank account without actually doing the work. Actually, think they all start with nothing. They all start with like yourself knowing nothing. They slowly work through the grindstone and got to where they were spending years to perfect the system perfect themselves handle the system handle the trade okay so have that thinking as well okay the other thing is don't have a bias feel about the market if your system say go and buy or sell follow it okay it doesn't matter what the market is actually doing if the down jones tanked and your system say yeah go and buy mcdonald's it's fine or go and buy uh, i don't know um microsoft when it's down, say 50%, and you suddenly have a buy signal, go follow it. Sometimes the, the, the most profitable trade is where it's go against your view, go against what the market is in general is thinking, and just doing things. Remember your system after you have tested it, it's there for a reason. Rely on it, trust it, and use it, okay? That's very important, okay? And, and also, I think the other thing is, your system when it produces a positive uh, trading signal, okay? All it's saying is providing this one, assuming again, the first assumption that this system, your strategy you have, have give you positive uh, result over time, that all this trading signal says only one thing, one thing only, 
that there is a high chance of you achieving a positive result if you take this trading signal. Only a higher chance, not necessarily will give you a winner. Okay, there's a chance of potential profit as well as the chance of potential loss loses. Okay, losses. You just have to make sure that you remember this word chance is a possibility, a probability, a high probability that you can make money out of this. Okay, remember this. When you get a system tra uh, trading signal from your system, don't think, oh, my system gave me this signal now. I go in and it will make me money. Don't. It might turn out to be a dot and you lose your tons of money. But you can have a higher chance potential to make money, yeah. But you need to make, you know, take hundreds of these, thousands of these signals, you know, these this trades to, to make you money, not individual. Individual might, might make you money or might not. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. Okay? But you have a positive uh, edge. Your system has a positive, you know, um, trading result. Means that you have to take thousands and thousands of trading signals and uh, tra trades and over that after that thousands of trades have been done you end up with more money than you start off with that's what your a positive edge means okay and uh the other thing i said already basically you know backtest your system build some trust the back testing and trusting okay i mean the back testing doesn't have the emotion part of it you're basically just testing it on paper trusting it in your own back room you know having a cup of coffee listening to some rock music whatever you know with, with the cat sitting beside you that kind of thing you know very nice and calm environment yeah, okay but at least that shows you your system is viable it ha does have a chance to make you money now when you go and actually doing it create emotion in check then you have an even higher chance to actually uh, fulfill your pro the potential of your, your system, the profit potential of your system, okay, and make you money. And those are the things I found uh, slowly. It took this took me years to learn. You know, Mark Dennis say the book helps a lot, and all these you know, interview interviews and, and and videos on YouTube's. But nothing helps you better than you actually walking through and doing it, and going through the motion, emotion, and actually tracking it and make sure that happy with it and you learn something from it okay just like breathing i cannot breathe for you i cannot go to the toilet for you okay this is your your system okay your trading account and you have to take responsibility and do something for yourself okay so i hope you found this uh, episode uh, helpful and you do please uh, subscribe to my podcast and also if you can um, spread the words just tell other people about this um, um, my podcast and uh, and hope other people can enjoy that so I'll speak to you soon bye